Hey, what's up, everybody? Paflin here, and welcome to Ask Pat, episode 1027. This is Ask Pat 2.0, where we do some cool stuff. I coach an entrepreneur like you through a problem or a pain or a process that you might be going through. And then those of you listening are kind of just like a fly on a wall during this conversation. And it's one of my favorite things to do because I can really get deep into what really we can do to solve that problem. And I'm glad you're here. And by the way, if you want to get coached by me, you can apply. I don't, I don't, I can't possibly pick everybody, but if you have a good uh, thing that I think could be valuable for everybody to listen to, share it, apply, go to askpat.com. You can uh, apply right there on that page. You can get access to all the other episodes there as well. Um, and make sure you subscribe if you haven't already. This is going to be a really great episode because I've had actually had a lot of people who are doing service-based businesses, right? And they have X number of clients. And the issue with that is you can only scale so big before you either burn out or you just aren't delivering as good quality as you want to. Um, and that's what's happening with Julianne. She's reaching her client limit but knows she can help a lot more people. So what do you do in that situation? Uh Good, a, a good solution is to start building an agency and start building a team to help service those clients. But the problem is, this is the problem that Julian's running into. She's tried this, and people don't want the team. People want her. That's that's why they go to her. They're, other people recommend her. Her her existing clientele recommend her. So how do you build an agency yet still be there when the whole purpose is to kind of take yourself out of it? Hmm. Interesting. Anyway. Thank you all for listening, and I appreciate it. Now let's dive into the conversation with Julianne and help her out. Julianne, thank you so much for joining us today on AskPat 2.0. Welcome. Thanks for having me. I'm really excited to talk. Yeah, let's 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 talk. Uh, tell us what you do and and kind of uh, what you're up to. Sure. Well, I started a virtual assistant business about five years ago. And I sort of just didn't know what it would become, just kind of started freelancing on the side. We were paying off student loans, that whole thing. Mm -hmm. And it really became what it is now. So uh, I've been full time in the business for three years and I am now certified with ConvertKit, certified with Infusionsoft. So a lot of my work is, um, you know, higher level marketing stuff. And so it's time to kind of transition into something else. Um, but in general, more about me, you know, I'm a work at home mom, just like a lot of people you, you included, right. I mean, you know, and a uh, couple of goldfish, a two year old, just working on nap time. It's that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, first of all, I know, uh, firsthand because my, my wife is a work at home mom or a stay at home mom. I mean, just that uh, you're amazing. So, uh, wow. kudos to you for that. And, and, and in terms of like what, uh, what's on your mind, like, well, well, Business sounds great, but what's going on? How how can I help you? Sure. So for about a year consistently now, I've been booked to my capacity. So I'm obviously because of my circumstances or my choice to to be with my son, I'm not able to keep like full time hours. So um, booked to capacity about a month or two out. If a new client comes, I'm having to schedule them. And so I started playing. My bigger question is now moving to an agency model, bringing a team member that would do specific parts. Everybody's just working in their genius, right? Instead of me being this jack of all trades VA. Mm -hmm. So now the team has grown into graphic designer and web developer and this whole thing. There's everybody is in place and we've been able to do things. So, you know, great things for clients. So I'm confident in the ability of the team, but I have sort of this two part question. 
Um, the first is that, uh, you know, if a client gets on the phone with me for a discovery call, I book like three out of four of them. I know what I do. I'm confident. I sell it, whatever. I have not had great success selling the idea of the team. So on one hand, I know that there's specific things I could do, like introducing the team on the website at this point. And almost by design, I haven't really talked about it yet as I've been dealing out how it will go. Um, but sort of having their pictures and their names and saying, this is what we do as a collective, um, so that people aren't kind of surprised if we get on a call and I'm saying like, ah, you know, I wouldn't be able to start for a month. If you want to start now, I could have the team start to execute some things for you. So it's, it's, um, whatever ideas you have about what am I not thinking of in terms of my ultimate goal would be to still be julianbejardin.com. I'm the person and I just have these people. I would still like to be branded as myself, but there's a team behind it. Um, the other part of the question is about the structure of the packages moving forward. So as it stands now, I have some, you know, flat rate packages, but there's also a lot of retainers. So they're purchasing a set number of hours reserving me. And inside of that it's customized. So if they want extra calls this month to sort of do email strategy or thinking partner kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They're able to do as much of that as they want. But as the client base grows, where do I fit in? Um, I would still like to be talking to clients and doing some implementation, but should I limit the call number? Should, should I be, should strategy and thinking partner stuff be completely separate? I'm sort of, um, toying with a couple different ideas. So I'd like to just, I know you're like further ahead on the process of managing the team. And I would like to know, like, what am I not thinking of about both of these things? Okay. So let's first talk about people not really responding well to the fact that you are now building this team. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. why do you think people aren't responding so well to it? My feeling is that, like I said, by the time they get on the call with me, it's rare that I don't book it. So I've done a good job of the messaging on the website and social presence and all that stuff that, but, and, and a lot of them are referrals. So they have their friend is working just with me and they want what their friend has and they trust me because of the messaging on the site. That's the best idea that I have that, um, you know, I'll tell them beforehand, Hey, I'm booked. Um, but I'm happy to help you talk through your problem on the, on the call, you know, but I want to respect your time, whatever we get on the call. And like I said, you know, I'll say, if you want to start sooner, the team can implement and sometimes they book, but sometimes they either wait for me or they go with someone else. And so my best idea is just, I haven't, uh, integrated the team. Um, and it was, like I said, partly by choice because I hadn't identified everybody yet, but that's my best guess. I don't know. Well, here, here's what I think. I think that what they are expecting going into that call and what they hear back when they hear about the team is there's a disconnect there. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and so I would imagine that a person who comes on who who wants you uh, n- now is not getting you. You know, that's mm-hmm. it's lost. So it's not the same offer and therefore they're not going to close. Mm-hmm. Um, if I hire if, 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 if I work with you and I get the team to help, do I never talk to you? Like, how, how do I still get 
contact time with you or like, what is that like? Yeah. And so that's part of the question is, should that be different? Um, but what it is now is I'm sort of part implementer, part project manager. So, you know, we're, we're talking together in project management, we're talking on our calls and then I'm saying, all right, great. So I'll have the graphic designer tackle that, you know, Facebook ad image and, you know, that social image for the funnel, whatever it is, you know, um, and then I go back to the team and I interface with the team. So very rarely do they ever talk to the rest of the team by client requests. Like they often don't, mm-hmm. what they've told me is they want to just deal with me and then I'm having other people execute. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it still is mainly uh, me. And I think that should be something that is highlighted in these calls. And okay. I wasn't feeling that when you told it to me earlier, when you said you're, you're going to hand it off. I think I, it's just mm-hmm. a positioning thing, right? Yeah. And I, and I okay. think in, you, in your, I mean, you know this, you, you, the, the, the team allows you to support your clients better. 100%. Yeah. And that messaging is not clear if people are responding to the fact that the team is there, therefore I'm now leaving. Right. Got it. Okay. And, and it's, it, that's all it is. It's, it's a positioning messaging problem. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it, 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 um, I've felt that instinctively, you know, but I haven't, I haven't figured out how to, or let's pinpoint practice, let's practice. Exactly let's practice. Oh, all right. Okay. <laughs> it's okay. This is, we're doing it now so that you don't <laughs> practice while actually doing it. Okay. So we're, we're, you know, I'm interested in your services. I need I need a VA to help me with all kinds of things in my business: email, graphics, ads, etc. And and then you know we're on a, we're on the phone, but you're too busy. How like let's? I want to work with you, Julian, and I'm excited. I, I'm willing to pay you. How, tell me how this is going to be structured. Sure. So the way that I handle these types of projects with clients that want to get started now is to offer up uh, the team that I have behind me. So I act as project manager and I, you don't have to worry about talking to everybody else in the team. You're just working with me. That part is still, uh, clean and easy for you. But, uh, rather than having to wait for extra turnaround time or wait to get slotted into the schedule, I have a graphic designer, somebody that focuses on your WordPress updates, somebody that'll help you with your funnel. And you and I are getting on the call. We're setting our intentions, you know, maybe for the week or the month. And then I'm telling the team how to go execute that for you. So we get through your to-do list faster and get everything checked off and rocking and rolling cool great start i love it so okay. you've said, you, you said some important things there i'm only gonna be talking to you which is great okay. now i now i don't have to worry about managing people i just have to talk to you and i think mm-hmm. that's where a lot of people could feel like well i'm signing up for a lot more than i had thought yeah okay so that's number one that make sure that's included because that immediately made me feel much better number one okay um, number two, you were almost speaking as if there was a different way to work with you. Like, you know, well, if you want to work with yeah. me now, well, does that mean I could work with you later in a different way? That's a little confusing. Like, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't think that you actually need to delineate between the two. Right. I never thought of that because I am, I have been. The only time I've been working, you know, agency model has been straddling. It's been a backup plan to service clients, right? It hasn't been like what we do. I shouldn't know that there's a difference. Like, I'm going to be getting this service and this, my life is going to be so much easier 
when I start paying you. And it's just going to get done. Now, it is good that you're honest about how it's going to – you're not going to say, I'll do the graphic design and I'll do the face – like that's that's right. not true. So you don't you don't say that. But you exactly. here's how I'd position it. All right, we're going to start working together. And when you need help, you and I will talk or you know, you and I will talk. We'll come up with a plan. And my team and I – that's how I would – my team and I will make sure that it XYZ gets done and, and it gets delivered to you. Here's how it will mm-hmm. get delivered, et cetera. And by the way – I have this amazing person on my team. I'll be talking with her. We work together on your on your Facebook ads. Here mm-hmm. are her her name is this. Her superpowers are this. We've been working together for this long. She's helped some of my clients go from this to this. And mm-hmm. you know, we work together to ensure that you your campaign is going to be a success. Now I'm like, wow, I get even more than you now. Like I have an, an, an I have like an expert who's good. Like I I I'm getting right. like two people now instead of like I'm just getting pushed off. And this is all on the discovery call you're saying? Yes. Okay. Or even on, on it, the website? It, it could be on the website too. I mean, it doesn't okay. have to be because now I'm not feeling like I was, I, I'm, I was ever being misled. Now I'm being given more value. Right. And it has been this kind of apologetic thing of like, I'm sorry, I can't work with you, but is, you know what I oh mean? Oh my gosh, I'm, yeah. Like, like, I'm hearing you sort of say like, I just got to go in. If I'm going to do it, I got to go all in then. I promise and you, you will convert I'm more. Ready. Yes. Okay. Okay. How, how does that feel to you? It feels really good. I, I, um, exactly what you said, you know, I'm a very transparent person. I like them to sort of know everything and be comfortable. You know, I, I'm not worried about selling anything that isn't what it is. So, um, to sort of tell them how the sauce is made feels true to me yes. and just say, this is who we are. And I have been, like I said, kind of straddling these two identities and it's been the hard, you know, to, to figure out like who we are, where we're headed. But you're feeling so good like with, with yeah. that direction moving forward. Are we yeah. are we are we good on that? Uh, question number one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nice job, by the way. Sorry to put you on the nice spot. Nice job like, to you too, Pat. <laughs> I literally like put you on the spot right then and there, and you handled it beautifully. It's fine. Okay. Structure of the packages. So I want to work with you. Tell me. Tell me how it how it works exactly. We have two options. We have monthly retainers where clients are reserving a certain number of hours, those hours, you have 30 days to use them. So we're wrapping all of your projects up within that month period, starting fresh the next month. That has a little bit of a discount off for the hourly rate. But the other option, if you don't need that much support is just to purchase pre-purchase a set of hours. You have six months to use those and you're coming to us whenever you have a new project. So that's a little bit more flexibility for you. But uh, sometimes that might mean that we can't start for a week or two. We give you the next available slot when you're ready for us, but, uh, it just sometimes takes a little bit more of a dance to figure out when we can get started. Just so I can wrap my head around it. What kinds of people are coming to you? Like, what are they often asking for the most help on? Uh, most of them are solopreneurs, small teams, Mm -hmm. um, one or the other, and they want, uh, you know, this is, I guess, kind of another question. They want a mix of sort of, it's not virtual assistants necessarily these days. It's kind of a grab bag done for you marketing stuff. So it usually, it looks like, Operations hey, I need, or something. yeah, I need this one thing updated on the website this time, right? So there's some of the one-time stuff and then there's a lot of ongoing. So content curation and scheduling, community management in your groups, there's that ongoing support that happens every day or every week. And then sometimes it's just, I have this new product, let's build out the funnel and get it all connected. And then we don't do that again for two months, maybe. 
So do you have clients who pay monthly but then also pay for additional work for certain projects that weren't a part of the normal recurring plan? Every now and then um, because somebody might be on a retainer and then – so they'll buy the the convert Ours. migration package, you oh, know, okay. they just do that separately. And I usually, you know, I'll give them a discount or whatever. I don't really know how that should go, but that's, that's usually when it happens. Otherwise, if it's just a, Hey, I want to try this thing this month. Can we spend some time on LinkedIn? You know, I, I, it's not extra. It's just all inside of those 10 hours or 15 hours that they bought for the month. They're deciding what we do or how they want to spend it. Which package are people buying the most? Retainers, overwhelmingly. I think it was like 80% of my business last year. But it's also what I sell because yeah. because I only have a certain number of hours. It's if you want me whenever you want me, within reason, right? But if you want me when you want me, this is how you get me. You're my VIP people if you do this. The, the, I- the set of hours, the, yeah, the retainers. I haven't really ever sold packages of hours, and that's been one of the new things that we've been doing. So I don't have as I'm not as comfortable with the language around it, I guess. So, uh, do you need to be doing it, or, or why are you doing it? Um, it's usually platform specific. So when people are coming and they just want ConvertKit support, you know, just Infusionsoft support, they're buying five or ten hours and just sort of having me in there to check these automations or to build this sequence and then they don't need ongoing support. It's a, it's a different type of person. And then, okay. I think I'm a little confused on, on, on that offering. Cause you had said a certain set of hours, but I don't know how many hours a convert. Like, I like that. You're like, here's the package for convert kit integration. Here's mm-hmm. the pa-. Like that to me is like, I know exactly what the outcome is going to be. And mm-hmm. Whether it's 30 minutes or a thousand hours, like it just needs to get done and I'll pay for that. Mm-hmm. Does that okay. make sense? Like that's super clear as opposed to like you had mentioned it was like a, you can purchase a certain set of hours, right? Uh-huh. Which this might be interesting for you to position it as the outcome instead of the hours in that in that regard because yeah. number one, it'll, it'll be a lot clearer and maybe you just work on becoming super efficient at those specific tasks such that a person would pay for something that may seem like it might take forever, but you're so good at it that, or you have a person on the team who's so good at it, it might only take one hour. So these become sort of one-off nice little quick, um, you know, surges of income for you, as opposed to just promising a certain set of hours. Um, If you can, if you can get more efficient with that, then, you know, you're just, you you have more profit. Sure. And I do see that with the packages that I, do you know with with a convertkit migration for instance if we happen to be able to to go faster you know obviously um so it's been something on my mind to think about i'd have to think through like look back and think what have people been purchasing most frequently you know and and sort yeah. of say this thing this sequence whatever mm-hmm. um this would cost this much so that that gives me something to think about for sure yeah i mean i can't i i i i I personally, I, I can't tell you exactly what to do on, on this front because this is more your business and how you want it done. And mm-hmm. you know more about it than I do. I'm just kind of, from an outside perspective, my, my job is just to kind of poke holes and offer suggestions. No, and I, it feels easier to me in general, right? Like I don't have to, I'm not keeping track of anything. It, it feels a lot cleaner in general because um, we're just getting it done and then rolling on to the next thing you need. So I could, 
I could see, I don't know if it would be the entirety of what I do is, is packages just based on, I guess my inclination to sort of stay flexible and kind of, I think it's like the VA in me Mm -hmm. still, you know, Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, but I think as I, I don't know, maybe in a year it all is packages, but I can see doing more of them now. I could definitely sit down and pump through five of them or whatever and say, this is what this thing costs. Yeah. So that's helpful. I I, I would worry about adding too much to your plate and, right. and, as opposed to being efficient with what you know is working now. Um, that's okay. That's the first thing. And then you can get the systems in place. Um, you had mentioned not tracking earlier. I think just to clarify, you, you're still going to track like how long it takes to do these certain things, right? So you have like a running average and can base, you know, how much you're yeah. paying a, a, one of your team members to do these things. Or- yeah. What I, what I meant was if a client comes back in three weeks and says, Hey, I forgot, what did you say? How many hours do I have left? That kind of thing that right. ends up coming up a lot, but yeah, I, I you know, it's either Not done or it's not done. Tonight. Right. Yeah. Like, I still would like to know how much things, how okay, much good. Time it's taken. Good. but for the client, it's, I'm done signing up. I know what I'm going to get. And that's one of the biggest struggles in entrepreneurship is we often just, we, we don't get very clear with the transformation and the outcome. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And it ties to, it ties specifically to major pain points that entrepreneurs have, which is why I, I, I'm really excited about those. And those could potentially be some things that could be, pro- I mean, you're starting to productize your business by doing mm-hmm. that. And then perhaps there's a certain team that you build later on that just literally does those things, which I don't care who does them. <laughs> You're promising me that this will be done. I wouldn't mm-hmm. even imagine that you would You would do it. You would just have people who do that, and I don't need to know their names. I don't need to know what because that's just a thing that I don't have that will then be done after I pay you this much money. Right. Okay. Yeah, this is – that's interesting. So that could be productized <laughs> even more. Yeah. I mean, it's, this is every time I sit down and kind of think through this, it becomes not overwhelming, but, but bigger and more refined than I even thought was possible. Like before we started talking about it. So right. but just, this, don't yeah. make, don't go there just because you could go there, go there because you consciously want to go there. Yeah. Okay. I appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So I guess the last thing that I have a question about is those, the strategy conversations. So again, it maybe it is still the VA in me. What feels true to me is still sort of being a VA in part implementer. Um, but within, let's say if we head back to the idea of the retainers, uh-huh. um, yep. They're, like I said, they're able, if they just want to talk through something, they're able to just, they have my calendar, they book a time and, you know, we just, we can do that as often. Should that be limited in a team? Okay. (laughs) You want control over your time because when this thing continues to grow, you're going to lose control of it unless you have boundaries. And when you have those boundaries and, and clear, you know, one client gets X amount of time with me, then you can you can plan for that. You can schedule for that. You can set a cap on that. I mean, you can adjust accordingly instead of just kind of an open, like, hey, whenever. And you might have the room to do whenever right now, but you want to get you you want to get smart with with that. Um, and it becomes something that people will then, you know, as a client, if you tell me, hey, you get you know two thirty minute calls with me every single month to go over planning. Should you choose to use them, you don't have to. But if at, if at any point you want to use them, you can. 
okay. now I, I am forced to, and this happens with my, with my accelerator students. Like they, they have a 30 minute call with me. They get three 30 minute calls with me every quarter and, and, and they go into those calls super well planned and thought out in terms of what questions they're going to ask because they know that that's the only time they have with me. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah. Um, the way that you said that was interesting because let's say in two or three years as this grows, you know, the 20 hours a week I have will, that time is still finite theoretically. Right. I mean, we'll, we'll be in kindergarten by then, but pretend we weren't, Yeah. then that still is going to be full of just this new task of sitting on the phone and talking through stuff with you. Okay. Right. And then, uh, you, you know, some people might, I mean, you could try that out. But another way to structure it would be to offer a certain set of clients who pay more that access to you. Now you have a package for people who, you know, it kind of anchors how much you are worth and your time is worth. And, you know, maybe, you know, if they if 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 they want to call a week with you, then they have to pay this much. Okay. Um, because there likely will be some clients who may want a little bit more time than the two, but you have mm-hmm. to you have to define how many times and how much that's worth. It shouldn't be a free for all that every, like it shouldn't be a person who, who, who is a client of yours who never talks with you is paying the same as somebody who talks with you 10 times. It shouldn't be like that. Right. And right now it is, I mean, the only boundaries I have is just, you know, the days that I have childcare, right? Like it's just a certain set of hours on those days versus the limit. Um, and I agree with you. I think it, there, you know, the clients that want, more time to talk, maybe we could probably, um, tighten those up if they were coming prepared, you know, with more prepared than we are. Cause we do have like intention set and stuff, but we could probably, uh, tighten that up even more like you were saying yeah. for your students. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. I'm feeling good. How are you feeling? I feel good. This gives me a lot to think about. I feel much clearer than I was 20 minutes ago. So <laughs> thank you. Good. No, thank you. And I'm sure the audience is feeling clear too, with a lot of the things that were perhaps similar. So thank you. Um, any, any final like wrap up? What, what was like the big thing that you took away from this? That I have to go, if I'm, if I'm going to do it, I got to do it. I have to go all in. It's difficult because when I started, I just thought I want to be a mom. I want to, you know, I have, I enjoy these tasks. I want to just kind of work in my pajamas, right? It was sort of this thing of like, (laughs) I want to be an implementer. And, um, and it's, it's becoming something, it's becoming the next level of what it is. I just didn't see it getting here, you know, when I started. So it's, uh, I'm going to go all in Patrick. And, and just consider like the better you focus on that, the more time you'll have with your, with your child, you know, because things yeah. are structured, you know, and that, that's what fires me up. You know, I, I, you know, have two kids yeah. also, and the more efficient I am and the better strategy I have, the better it is just for the family. And that's, that's what drives me more than anything. Yeah. It's, it's that, that's what started the whole thing was, you know, not enough time for the zoo and not enough time for like content creation, you know, those kinds of things that I want to do. So that's what got me thinking about it anyway. But, um, when I waver, I will remind myself of that. (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Uh, Jillian, I appreciate you coming on and we'll follow up with you in the future and see how things go. Sure thing. Thanks. All right. That, was a good episode. Uh, Julianne, thank you so much. I think it's going to be really helpful for a lot of people. And uh, by the way, if you're listening to this episode on Twitter right now, 
uh, or you have Twitter or Instagram, let me know what you thought of this. You know, because I, I know a lot of you had this issue or had this problem, or maybe know some people who had this issue of like, how do I, you know, start expanding beyond just myself and my business? Give me a shout out. Use the hashtag AskPat1027. So I know that's a lot of numbers because we're in the thousands now, but hashtag AskPat1027. Let me know what you think. Let me know that you're out there. And by the way, another way to let me know that you're out there is to leave me a review or leave Ask Pat a review on iTunes. That would be super helpful. It helps convince other people to uh, stick around and start listening in. So I appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. And hey, keep crushing it, guys. Julianne, thank you so much. Best of luck to all of you, and I look forward to serving you next week in Ask Pat 2.0. Cheers. Hey there, thank you for listening to Ask Pat 2.0. Now, you might have noticed that we haven't published a new episode in a while, and that is because in 2023, after 1,269 episodes, we decided to sunset the show, for now at least. And this way, we can focus our energy and efforts on our other podcasts and other projects. That being said, all 1,269 episodes are still live and downloadable, and the published dates may be old, but there are still a ton of questions I've answered on the show and people I've coached. Those episodes are just as valuable as they were back then. So you can also visit smartpassiveincome.com slash askpat to dig through the archives. Plus, there's a search tool on the website that lets you search across our podcasts and blog. And of course, the Smart Passive Income podcast is still live and energetic and awesome and publishing twice a week. So make sure you're subscribed there so we can still continue this conversation. And we have some of the foremost experts and thought leaders in entrepreneurship on the show every single week. So you definitely don't want to miss it. Again, check it out. It's the Smart Passive Income podcast. Just find it wherever you're listening to this podcast. You can find it there as well. Thank you again for listening in and I'll catch you in the next one. Cheers.